Welcome to 321 iRelaunch, the podcast where we discuss strategies, advice, and success stories about returning to work after a career break. I'm Carol Fishman Cohen, the chair and co founder of iRelaunch, and your host. Today, we put together a special compilation episode to kick off the holiday weekend in which we share some of the best tips and advice from previous podcast guests. We hope you enjoy it. Today, we're speaking with Randy Childs. Randy is a professional photographer specializing in portraits, headshots, beauty, and fashion. She founded Randy Child's Photography in 2012 after taking a 17-year career break, and she started her career in sales and marketing, and we'll hear more about that in just a little bit. Randy, welcome to 321 iRelaunch. Hi, Carol. Thank you so much for having me today. Well, we're we're so happy to have you as a guest and very interested in your return to work journey. I want to finish by asking you the question that we ask all of our podcast guests, And that is, what is your best piece of advice for our relauncher audience, even if it's something that we've already talked about today? Okay. Um, You know, my my best advice would be don't let the fear win. Um, Fear is going to be there probably every step of the way. I I recently met Annie Leibovitz, and um, I asked her when she stopped being nervous, and she said, never. I'm still nervous. Wow. And, and, and that that made me feel so much better because she is, you know, one of the greats in the field. Oh, um, yeah. So, what, a, what a moment for you to meet yes. her. Well, it was in a small group where she was speaking and, and uh, talking about her books. But the other, the other advice that I would give is don't be afraid to take risks. It's going to be scary. Um, get out of your comfort zone because that's where the growth is going to happen. And if you think you can't do it, Think again because you can do anything. Um, I, you know, if you if you had told me twenty years ago that I was going to be a professional photographer, I would have laughed. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I really feel like um, stepping out of my comfort zone. I do it every single solitary day when I pick up my camera, when I'm dealing with a client, when I'm taking classes online. Uh, you know, on a subject that I don't know anything about. Um, but I really feel like that's where the growth happens. Excellent. That is such great advice. And I'm really glad that we're ending on that note. Uh, Randy, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Carol. Today, we're speaking with Liz Logie, corporate counsel for The Real Real, the scorching hot luxury online consignment retailer that just went public in June and has a market capitalization of over $2 billion. Liz is a relauncher herself and relaunched her legal career at Sidley as part of the OnRamp Fellowship, a paid mid-level associate role for returning attorneys before rejoining the real real. And we're going to hear about that rejoin journey. Liz, welcome to 321 iRelaunch. Thank you, Carol. I am delighted to be here and happy to talk to you about um, my experience. Yes. Well, I can't wait to hear your relaunch story. And I'm I, I'm just so excited about it. So I wanted to ask you the question that we ask all of our podcast guests, and that is, what is your best piece of advice for our relauncher audience, even if it's something that we've already talked about today? Um, you know, people ask me that a lot, actually. And I, I would say there, I, I have three things I usually say. First is, there's never going to be the perfect time or the perfect opportunity. And I think we all 
fear of failure, especially later in life, or if we've, you know, maybe lost a little confidence because we've been out for a while and you, you think you have to wait for that perfect opportunity. And my advice is jump. I mean, it's so much to be said for just the doing and get yourself out there and get started. It may not be perfect the first go, but you, you have to get started. And then, um, you know, believe in yourself. I, I mean, I, I always tell people at least three times a day, I second guess myself, but I, I, what I try to do and not always successfully, I'm, but I, what I try to do is remember what I have accomplished in the last few years and remember where I was when I joined Sidley and where I am now and, and be proud of myself. The third thing is, and I guess this is particularly relevant to this audience, don't be afraid of your gap. I think it, people feel like they have to have, you know, an explanation or they have to ignore it or they're embarrassed by it. A lot of things happen in the time that you take off from work that are, you know, might, might not be specifically relevant to the job you're trying to get, but they are relevant in terms of your development as a person and your skills and and embrace that and try to find a way to make that a positive and not a negative. I remember in the New Directions program, which my class was all women and to the one that was their biggest fear about re-entering or starting at least starting the interviewing process was how do I explain, you know, that I was home 10 years with kids and what does that mean? to a potential employer? Or how do I explain that I've had to take care of my elderly parents? And why is that valuable? Well, you know what it is, because you're always learning and you're, there are skills, there are life skills that are ultimately very relevant to work skills. And I think people are realizing that more and more. Uh, don't be afraid of the gap and embrace it and make it a positive. Excellent advice. Uh, well, Liz, thank you so much for joining us today. Carol, it was delightful to talk to you. I've admired you for a long time, and thank you for all the work you do for relaunchers. Thank you for saying that. I'm Cheryl McGee Wallace, Special Advisor of iRelaunch, and your host for today. A well-crafted resume is an applicant's calling card. Unless you've held informational interviews with insiders at your target organizations, your resume is a critical first impression, which will be judged probably at a glance. Today, we're discussing resumes with Kendall Brown, founder of Ascension Careers. Kendall is also one of iRelaunch's many experienced career coaches. Hi, Kendall. Welcome to 321 iRelaunch. Hi, Cheryl. Thanks for inviting me on the podcast. I really appreciate the chance to talk with you and your listeners about resumes and perhaps address some of the questions they have. Great. Before we begin, what is your best piece of advice for our relauncher audience, even if it's something that we already talked about today? Um, you know, I will say the number one question I get is, should I create a resume for each position for which I apply? And the answer is yes. Now, before everybody, you know, gets scared and stressed out, you know, this is a process that shouldn't take too long. At the end of the day, the skills you've developed and the experiences you've had, 
they don't change simply because you're applying for a different position. So once you've got a well-written resume in place, you should expect to update at most about 20% of it for each new job posting. So yes, go ahead and create a new resume for every position for which you apply. Recognize it shouldn't take that long to do so. Great. Thank you, Kendall Brown, for joining us today. Today, we welcome seasoned recruiter Donnie Watson, manager of talent acquisition at Zoom Info Discovery Org. Donnie started his career as an agency recruiter before transitioning to corporate. For the past decade, Donnie has worked on and led corporate recruiting teams. Collectively, he has over 15 years of talent acquisition experience supporting organizations in a variety of industries, most recently in the high-tech, medical device, and education technology areas. Donnie's passion focuses on developing the true partnership between talent acquisition and the business so the firm can cultivate and form a high-performing TA team. Hi, Donnie. Welcome to 321 iRelaunch. I've looked forward to our conversation since your firm does not have a relaunch program, so we're especially pleased to glean insights from a recruiter who's viewing relauncher applications alongside with those from the public at large. Thank you, Cheryl, for having me. What is your best piece of advice for our relauncher audience, even if it is something that we've already talked about today? Don't take it personal if you haven't gotten the response that you wanted. Mm -hmm. Continue to plug away at it. Job searches, even in really good markets, are not easy endeavors. You are trying to find a career and a, and a, and a place to be able to develop your skills and, and hopefully stay. I mean, that's all ultimately the goal of, of every organization is to be able to retain their good employees. Um, but you should also be able to look and go, can I get these skills? And worst case scenario, would these skills be applicable to the next organization if that career path isn't here with you, the first organization you're joining? So I think be patient with it. I think don't take it personal if you haven't gotten the response right away. Those are items that I think are, are truly important to, to keep in consideration. Um, we all want to know why the resume fell in the black hole, myself included, when I've applied in the past. We, we've all, all wanted, and, and I'm probably more guilty of wanting to know why, because I'm on the other side of this more often than not. Uh, you know, but the reality of it is it doesn't, it doesn't help anyone to take that personal, keep plugging away, keep grinding it out. Um, and typically, if you do that on a consistent basis and you network, um, you should be able to find the right organization that's willing to help you relaunch your career. Great. Thank you so much, Donnie Watson, for joining us today. Today, we welcome iRelaunch coach Sarah Dickinson Taylor to discuss the benefits of coaching. Sarah is president and founder of Celebrate Life by Design, a leadership coaching firm where her clients range from CEOs of multinational corporations to relaunchers returning to work after a career break. Prior to coaching, Sarah spent almost 20 years as a top recruiter and senior vice president 
for a Boston-based staffing firm. Hi, Sarah. Welcome to 321i Relaunch. Hi, Cheryl. It's so great to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us. What is your best piece of advice for our relauncher audience, even if it's something we've already talked about today? You know, my best piece of advice is is really just do it. Take some sort of measurable action right now and get out of your comfort zone. Um, it is it makes all the difference in the world. And you know, as we often say in the coaching world, do it scared. You know, just literally not to, you know, the isms, the sayings, jump in the net will appear, but it's true. We sometimes need to get out of, you know, that what we consider this is the only way it can be done. Um, This is the only way I can find a new job. This is the only way I can, um, you know, get out from under myself, buy a book, talk to my best friend. But sometimes, you know, you really need to um, take a chance and take one small step towards something. And you've totally got this. It's, it's, you know, that's my biggest, biggest, um, advice for anyone is trust in yourself and know um know that that little voice inside of you doesn't lie it's time it's time to shine the light on you great thank you sarah dickinson taylor for joining us today well it's it's been such a pleasure thank you so much for having me cheryl i I have really enjoyed this time together Today, we welcome Chris Rudnicki. Chris is a principal at Titan Partners, a strategy consulting firm focused on education. In addition to his work at Titan Partners, Chris is a co-founder of a company called Project Tugboat, which empowers professionals to overcome the social and emotional challenges of unemployment. We contacted Chris after reading his powerful and compelling article in Medium, about his father's depression during a prolonged period of unemployment and the risks of ignoring mental health issues during the job search. We see signs of depression and anxiety in our own community of relaunchers when people post in our private Facebook groups, when they write to us, and when we meet with them face-to-face at our conferences and events. It's a very important topic and we wanted to explore it further with Chris. Chris, welcome to 321i Relaunch. Thank you so much, Carol. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, it's great to have you. I wanted to close by asking you the question that we ask all of our podcast guests, and that is, what is the best piece of advice that you have for our relauncher audience, even if it's something that we've already talked about today? Sure. I would go back to the fundamentals on this one. I I think so much of the research that I have come across and so much of the, you know, uh, experiences that other people have communicated to me about what really works comes back to some very basic things. And at the top of that list is reconnecting. And that means reconnecting with family. It means reconnecting with friends, reconnecting with communities that are important to you. The other thing that I think is just really difficult to ignore is healthy habits. I I think one of the things that's really hard in this process as somebody goes through it is 
to make sure that you're sleeping enough every night or you're eating well or you're uh, you know, avoiding too much alcohol. Um, those things really add up. And I think it is, you know, things that are, th those types of things tend to be overlooked because, you know, as long as, you know, you are filling out a hundred job applications, that's what really matters. But it's the, it's those basic building blocks that I think are just so crucial to making the, the process of getting back to work one that is not filled with, with stress and anxiety. And that's, a, that's great advice. Chris, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Carol. Today, we're talking about relaunching in the arts. Specifically, we're speaking with Teresa Harris, director of the Edgewater Galleries in Middlebury, Vermont, who started as a textile designer working on the commercial side of the industry, took an eight-year career break, and then relaunched her career as an artist and entrepreneur, and then teacher and facilitator working with a disabled textile artist. We'll talk about Teresa's background and where she is today, and really looking forward to having this conversation about a topic that we haven't spent that much time yet um, in our podcast series. So excited to be having this conversation. Teresa, welcome to 321i Relaunch. Well, I'm really happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, we're happy to have you. And I wanted to start out by asking you the question that we ask all of our podcast guests, and that is, what is your best piece of advice for our relauncher audience, especially relaunchers who want to return to work in the arts, even if it's something that we've already talked about today? Yeah, I guess I would say never be afraid to take a chance and don't be afraid if it if you you know read a, a description of a of a job and it doesn't match your skill set i think it's if it sounds interesting why not try um, i think uh, i you have to be in the creative arts especially adaptive and creative in the way you approach uh, new jobs because um, you know it's particularly challenging there aren't many of them but i would say uh, don't be afraid to, to, to try something new or, or go for something that just, it sounds interesting, even though you may not feel that you're qualified. That is excellent advice and actually excellent advice even beyond the arts. All right. Well, Teresa, thank you for joining us today. Thanks so much. It was my pleasure. Today, we're speaking with Grace Bennett former senior editor at McCall's and Sesame Street Parents Magazines, relauncher, and now publisher and editor-in-chief of the Inside Press Hyper-Local and Regional Magazine Publications Group. Grace, welcome to 321i Relaunch. Thank you, Kara. It's a pleasure to be on. Well, we're so thrilled to have you. Um, I usually ask what is the best piece of advice for our relauncher audience, even if it's something we've already talked about today, but I wanted to ask you something a little more specific about what recommendations do you have for relaunchers who are trying to return to work in journalism and publishing either on the writing side or the management okay. side? Um, I would say that if you're thinking of a journalism writing career, you, I think you have to be realistic about it. It's, it's, it's not Woodward. It's not instant Woodward and Bernstein anymore. You have to be a little bit of a jack of all trades 
you have to be open to learning the new technology, learning social, all the social media. Um, you have to recognize that just bringing a, a um, yes, I, I want to write and report is not is probably not going to get you the job. Um, it might get you some freelance assignments, and if you want to just launch launch a freelance writing career, uh, that would probably be okay. But even a lot of editors today are and are asking even freelance write freelance writers to um, to promote their work as well. I ask all my freelance writers to support me on in my social media. So I think you have to just be open and open minded. Uh, and, and you can, the journalism is still a vibrant happening career, despite what you're hearing about print media. It's just taking a different direction. Uh, there is, there is talk about it being quote unquote dumbed down a little bit. I, I don't really see that. I see a lot of sites that are getting a lot of grant money and looking for really good content. Um, and content really is king at all the websites, people, um, the, the website editors know that, that great content is what drives great advertising at websites. So writers and journalists are still heavily valued. Um, you just have to learn as much of the industry as you can and, and understand that it's, that it's, you're, you're helping a publisher sell as well. Yeah. Well, definitely. Yeah, it does. I mean, it's a tough question because it's such an it's an evolving industry. Um, but and I like how honest you are about you know what the prospects are for someone who surely wants to do freelance writing as opposed to having this more of a package. Um, and also, I have to say, I'm really inspired by you talking about how when you were launching the business, you were you were kind of you were afraid about selling about these ad sales and and you had to figure that out and you didn't have any knowledge of it and you had to get resources to help you figure out uh, the pricing and and what to what to say to people and you had to go out and do it yourself and you know sometimes you you need to take that step even though it feels scary at the time grace thanks for joining us today you're very welcome carol thanks for having me Today, we welcome Stephen Campbell, author of Making Your Mind Magnificent. And this is what he says about it. He says, it reveals how my feelings did not come from losing my job. They came from what I said to myself about losing my job. So by learning how to replace what I was saying to myself with positive messages, I also learned I now had the power to create any life I wanted. Stephen speaks nationally on the topic of self-talk, the destructiveness of negative self-talk and the benefits of positive self-talk. He teaches a course on it called Tame Your Mind. And that is exactly what we're going to talk about today in our conversation about self-talk and relaunching, how your negative self-talk can derail your relaunch and what to do about it. Stephen, welcome to 321i Relaunch. Oh, thanks so much for having me. This is going to be so much fun. Yes, I'm uh, very excited to have this conversation with you. We've been talking about mental health and the prolonged job search, and this topic feeds right into that. Steve, I want to make sure 
that anything that you have um, that you want to communicate to the audience about specific steps uh, or that have not been discussed so far gets out into our conversation. Is there anything that you have not covered? I think we've said it all, but let me re-say it again, because it's what's so wonderful about this is that it's so easy to understand. Number one, number one, your brain is believing everything you tell it. Pay attention to what you're saying to yourself about your brain. Number two, you can change what you are saying about yourself. You can decide to, and your brain says, okay. Number three are the feelings that you have about yourself do not come from being out of work. They are coming from what you are saying about being out of work. And you can change what you are saying. So when Mary said to me 10 years ago, something wonderful is going to happen, I looked at her in a really, really strange way. But since then, I've spoke to around 31,000 people and have written all these books, have done amazing things. That never would have happened if I hadn't lost my job. So, so it, it really comes down to, number one, the brain believes what you tell it without question. The way you feel about yourself is not how, based on how you were raised or even being out of work. It's what you're saying about being out of work. And you can change what you're saying. And when you do, your brain says, okay. Is it true? Don't care. Let me share with you a, a story that I tell at the very end of my presentation really, really quickly. I was on my way to work, waiting for light to change, and a kid came up to me in a very fancy jalopy. He looked at my Toyota. I looked at him. He, The light changed. He went peeling up the freeway, passing everyone. As I watched this whole scenario, I had this epiphany. How many cars are already in front of him? Millions. How many cars are behind him? Millions. So maybe it's not a matter of how fast you get there. Maybe it's a matter of you going in the right direction. But you know what, Carol? Even when we go in the right direction, sometimes we just run out of gas. Sometimes we get a flat tire. Sometimes we even lose our way. But you know what? You can buy some more gas. You can replace the tire. You can get a map. And what's so wonderful is the brain just says, oh, okay. Is it true? Don't care. All I care is what you tell me. You say it, I believe it. You lock onto it, you know what I will do. I will do everything I can to make it true in your life. Wow. Wow. Very powerful. Stephen Campbell, thank you so much uh, for being with us today. Thank you, Carol. Thank you so much for having me on your program. What a privilege. Today, we welcome our very own Nikki Steingold, our iRelaunch Chief Marketing Officer, who has been a critical member of our team since 2011. I'm really looking forward to talking to Nikki about her career path, about her expertise in marketing and the evolution of marketing, and also her fearlessness and how she has approached the role since in, during all of these years. Nikki, welcome to 321 iRelaunch. Thanks, Carol. Thanks for having me today. 
Very much fun to have you here uh, on as an interviewee because I'll tell the audience that Nikki has been, the whole idea of the podcast in the first place was Nikki's idea. And she plays a, a critical role in the production on, and the technical side of the podcast. And, and we're gonna get into that as well. So the idea that we're interviewing Nikki for the podcast is particularly exciting. What is your best piece of advice for our relauncher audience, even if it's something that we've already talked about today? Carol, thanks. I think the, the most important tip for me is don't lose your confidence in yourself. And that really extends to so many things. If you have a curiosity about something, you can do it. Go go online and find out something. Let it let it become the fuel that helps you overcome your fears. Nikki, that is perfect advice and great piece of advice in terms of one of the toughest parts of the relaunch process, building and maintaining your confidence. So thank you. Nikki, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thanks, Carol. This has been lots of fun. Today, we welcome Whitney Johnson. Whitney is the CEO of WLJ Advisors and one of the 50 leading business thinkers in the world, as named by Thinkers 50. She's an expert on helping high-growth organizations develop high-growth individuals. Whitney is an award-winning author, world-class keynote speaker, frequent lecturer for Harvard Business School's Corporate Learning, and executive coach and advisor to C-suite executives. She's a popular contributor to the Harvard Business Review, an innovation and disruption theorist. She's the author of the best-selling Build an A-Team, Play to Their Strengths and Lead Them Up the Learning Curve, and the critically acclaimed Disrupt Yourself, Putting the Power of Disruptive Innovation to Work, which we will discuss as they relate to relaunchers. And also, I want to mention that Whitney is a dear friend of mine, and we've known each other for a very long time, and it is thrilling for me to have her as a guest on our show. So Whitney, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to 321 I Relaunch. Thank you, Carol, and I am so happy to be here. And I love the title of your podcast. That is so clever. Thank you. I'm glad you like it. Uh, so let's just dive right in. The question that we ask all of our podcast guests, and that is, what is your best piece of advice for our relauncher audience, even if it's something that we've already talked about today? You know, Carol, um, prior to this conversation, my best piece of advice would have been to, to break down your skill sets into its component pieces and then, then re reconstruct it. But um, on the, so, and that advice holds, but I think that based on the conversation that we have had, my most important piece of advice for relaunchers is to really look at that narrative and really look at whatever shame they are feeling or you are feeling around that decision that you made that you knew was actually in many instances, the right decision and reconstruct that narrative and use that as an opportunity to do the inner work that will allow you to really grow up in, in the best kind of way. And so that would be my best advice for today. Thank you so much for joining us today. It was a wonderful conversation. Thank you, Carol. It was a pleasure. Today, we welcome Christy Wallace, CEO of Elevate Network. 
Christy is responsible for executing Elevate Network's mission of providing professional women with a supportive community to lean on and learn from. She directs the network staff, is responsible for business growth and strategy, and works closely with Elevate's chapter leaders, business partners, and champions to further Elevate's impact. Christy is host of the Elevate podcast and a thought leader on leadership, diversity, social entrepreneurship, and networking, and more. Most recently, Christy was recognized as a woman of influence by the New York Business Journal. And I want to comment to the men in our audience that that was a lot of focus on, on women-oriented or activities, but what we're gonna talk about today is equally applicable for men and women. Christy, welcome to 321 iRelaunch. Carol, thanks so much for having me here. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Well, we're so excited to have you. Christy, I wanted to ask you the question that we ask all of our podcast guests, and that is, what is your best piece of advice for our relauncher audience, even if it's something that we've already talked about today? I would say take risks, um, you know, be open to opportunities that don't seem obvious. Um, be generous. I really believe in, in karma and things, you know, come back full circle. So be generous uh, with others and your time. And really think about the relationships you build and your network. It's something you should invest in every single day. It doesn't have to take a lot of time. It's connecting with people online. It's connecting with people in person at school drop-off or pickup or, you know, at, at the store or in your community. Uh, I, I was with a good friend of mine last night, and she has been out of the workforce for about nine years and is uh, has an interview actually today. And so we were, um, we were just role-playing. We were role-playing the interview, asking questions. It's in an industry I know very little about. It's a role that I know nothing about. But I certainly know a lot about interviewing people. And so, you know, really rely on your network. It's not just for opportunities. It's for insights. It's for support. Um, know that, you know, there's so many people in your life that care about you that want you to achieve those goals that you have and don't be afraid to make the ask yes excellent advice and thanks for joining us today christy for a great conversation of course carol thank you and for all all the wonderful work you're doing and it's just a pleasure when we get to chat and catch up thanks for joining us and thanks for listening to 321 I Relaunch, the podcast where we discuss strategies, advice, and success stories about returning to work after a career break. I'm Carol Fishman Cohen, the chair and co founder of I Relaunch and your host. For more information on I Relaunch, go to irelaunch.com and make sure to register and upload your resume on our I Relaunch job board. If you like this podcast, be sure to rate it on iTunes and your favorite podcast platform. And be sure to share this podcast with a friend on Facebook, Twitter, and other social media. Thanks for joining us.